This episode was brought to you by Celebrations, Celebrations of Carlisle. One of Australia's leading craft beer bottle shops. Retailers, retailers. Retailers, craft. They do craft. Um, lots of it. Stuff you can't get anywhere in Oz. Where can you get it? Celebrations of Carlisle. Ah! Oh! They've also got beer sticks. I buy them all the time. Now, if you mention our name, you'll get 15% off Mix Six Pack. How sweet! That's Beer Sucks, 15% off. Craft. Mix Six Pack. Number two, Wright Street. Celebrations at Carlisle. They've also got takeaway pint bottles from their 11 time. When can I talk? Shut up. No. Ride the doggo! Oh, you can see his straps, but your nose is clean! Oh, don't you see what I mean? Gotta get a can! Ace is Pele! Rocky Ridge Brewing Company. There's a one that's clean. It's not sour buffalo. <laughs> it's a pale ale made with blenders named after Doggo. <laughs> <laughs> Did you introduce yourselves while I... Oh, hello. Is that really echoey or is that good? Perfect, 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 of course. Um, did Adam introduce who they were? No, no, no at all. So was... um, well, I'll start with uh, me. Uh, my name's James. I run uh, the Crafty Pint website. Um, yeah! Uh, fresh into town from uh, Denmark overnight yesterday. Um, and yeah, well, I'm here with the, the, the Beer Sucks uh, trio. Adam. Hello. Tim. Yo. Brendan. What's uh, up? Uh, and I don't know, a few months ago, Adam got in touch saying oh, they were keen on doing a, some sort of podcast while they're at Good Beer Week. In the end, they just came and did what people do at Good Beer Week. They drank constantly and came home. Yep. Oh, look, yep. if, for anyone that hasn't been to Beer Week, it's... It's told to you in like the plainest English possible. It is beer week is a marathon and not a sprint. So or we went like a bullet of fucking gates. Yeah, we tried to sprint. And we yeah. over for six days. You can sprint a marathon, right? You can sprint a marathon. Yeah. And then yeah, your but wife isn't very happy at the end of it. Is that what, what I found? <laughs> With our um, bodies, we're not sprinting anywhere. <laughs> not, not efficiently at all. But... um. Yeah, when he suggested this, I was like, oh, you know, maybe we could do a live podcast during a beer week. Then that didn't happen. I was like, but maybe we should do it anyway. So that's what we're doing now. If it doesn't work out to be a podcast, it doesn't matter. We are live. Um, and so, yeah, here we are. And so we decided what would we do? We, I guess, get me to come and wing it, not knowing what I'm doing as part of it. And we'd get some pretty cool brewers to come, to come along and share their beers with you and have a chat to them. So that's what we're doing. So I guess the format... Loosely is I would say loosely like you and Guy have been trying to make it pretty organised, but um, we're we're going to have um, Jackson up briefly to talk about this Indian Ocean table beer. Then we'll get rid of him and bring him back later. We'll get John from uh, Nail to come and have a chat while we drink his Hop Eye Pale Ale. Then we'll bring Jackson back for his beer Mindari. How do you pronounce it? Beer, beer Mindari. Mindari. I wasn't sure where to put the emphasis. Beer Mindari. 
Men der rig. Rig. Og så rig. Rig. And then Hamish is brought along uh, like a mid-strength, barrel-aged imperial stout or something. So <laughs> The um, weakest beer of the night. And I know, I've, I've only met Hamish very briefly just before. We've tried to come up with a sort of a format and questions for other people. And then I, we were told, Hamish doesn't give a shit. He's going to get up here and talk. So, which I guess is why we're going to have the imperial stout. So that's kind of the format. The beers should be brought to you. We'll try and keep it reasonably um, tight because we plan to have about 50 people here and we've got about 70 um so you know we want to it's a little bit over is it Are yeah we ah, whatever Doesn't a tad matter. yeah 40 um so we'll yeah we'll try and get it and then there's lots of other cool beers on at the bar people will be mingling there's other gurus and uh gods and goddesses of the beer world in here as well that you can have a chat to um which is lovely so are we going to get jackson up here i think we should Everybody, welcome Jackson Purser of the Indian Ocean Brewing Company. Jackson, Yo. Jackson, 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 Jackson. Ja- Normally that would get everyone else to chant, but nah, it's the perfect <laughs> chanting name. But thanks, guys. Thanks for playing along. Live podcast. So this is like the pre-Jackson. This isn't the full Jackson. This is like Tito. Um, <laughs> gonna kill me and I'll come back from the dead. Um, it's not Joe. Um, because we were going to have a one beer from each brewery and then Jackson went, I really like this beer. I'm happy to throw a keg at this so you can have a nice, gentle welcome beer. Um, so, yeah, you're going to tell us about your table beer. Or maybe tell us who you are first as well. Hello. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, my name's Jack. I'm from the Indian Ocean Brewing Company. And uh, we've basically brought along a bit of an aperitif, like a... It's essentially uh, 2.8% Belgian-style table beer. Um, not designed to be dissected or, or picked apart. Um, essentially, it's um, it's water that won't kill you. Um, <laughs> well, that's where it sort of origins, originates from, I suppose. Um, and yeah, we, we've basically put a modern spin on it. Lots of rye, lots of oats, um, and, a, and a really fruity Belgian yeast. Um, some of you might know the... Uh, Saccharomyces Trois, uh, formerly a Brett strain, now a, apparently a Saccharomyces strain. So we use it in the brewery without too much fear, um, and it produces a really nice fruity, mangoey, um, yeah, character vibe. Vibe. Yeah, um, I just realised I wasn't speaking to anything then, but yeah, vibe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's some people liken it almost to um, to dry hops, but most of it's um, pretty much just yeast character. So it's it's pretty interesting, um, and it's it's, uh, it's a nice way to start the evening. Is it a beer that's going to be sticking around? Oh yeah, so I probably should mention it's um it's a collaboration with DTC, so it's it's uh, permanently there on on a, on a little tap on the bar, um and yeah, so it is sticking around. We've only done one batch; doesn't move too quickly, but it seems to be holding up with a bit of age. So yeah. Hey, look, man, I really dig it. Two point eight percent. It's a beer that's going to sit on my table a lot. Um, every time I go to DTC, it's a ten or twelve dollar jug. Mm. Not to promote another venue while in another venue, though. So, <laughs> fucking hell, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> But for a limited time only, you can get it at Caboose. <laughs> is that check going just directly to Dr. Tim Hoskins, or is that coming to all of us? In my fake pocket. <laughs> Ching. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> 
do, do we want to ask any more of it, Jackson? Or are we going to save his good oh, stuff? Let, let's for save later. the juicy stuff till later. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We should probably. I guess while we're waiting for the uh, the nail Popeye to be on the menu, I guess you guys should tell people about beer sucks and who you are, really. Don't you think? It's, it's a rather obtuse question. I think it could just it could end up going all night. It's quite strange. Where, obtuse? obtuse works. <laughs> or abstruse. Oh. You can move along. Oh, yeah. I've got one. <laughs> so for anyone who knows us three, you probably know that we just like to hang out and get drunk anyway. So we thought, fuck it, why don't we do what we do normally, <laughs> but add some microphones. Uh, Lesky was the one who suggested it, and we had podcasting gear. I think about 24 hours later. Yep. Um, so to say me and Tim were keen is an understatement. Uh, luckily, Tim has a connection at Concept Music down in Wembley. Quick plug. Um, who really looked after us and hooked us up with some gear. Thanks, Dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so that, that's what we do. Basically, all we tried to do was um, have good beer conversation. Uh, I think most people in this room know beer's a lot of fun. Um, some people can take it a little bit too seriously at times. So we try and go all the way down to the opposite end just to balance it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, and just drink beers and, and talk about all the cool shit happening in the industry. I, yeah. sp I spent an hour with them earlier at that table recording a podcast that they'll be putting out sometime soon. I reckon beer was the conversation for about five minutes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Twin Peaks got brought up pretty early in the conversation. <laughs> And that was thanks to you. Yeah. Man, that's why I like him. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but seriously, Astor Theatre, 2nd of September, there's going to be like fucking twin peaks shut up, actors and shut shit. Up, shut it's up. It's going to be shut so up, good. Shut up. <laughs> Man, it's been over a year since the fucking last season came out. And oh, you guys yeah, but you didn't shut up about it. You didn't no, shut up for about 24 it. hours. Anyway, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, so beer sucks isn't a literal term, as you may not know. You know, we actually really love beer. It's an ironic term. <laughs> Quite clever. Good one, Tim. Thanks. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> oh, but that, but would, everyone, would everyone in the room Live. know what your, what your beer connections are outside of Beer Sucks? Uh, yeah, so I... Um, uh, for people who don't know, I'm, I'm Adam or Lesky. I am um, the manager... Leaky Lesky. Uh, I'm what? Leaky Lesky. Leaky Lesky. I get Len. I get Leslie. I've had Lex. I get Lex a lot. Um, I'm the manager of celebrations at Carlisle. And sitting next to me right now, the lustfully youthful, I think now, with the that... I oh, shaved. It's actually really, really smooth. It's I weird. shaved. I shaved about so an hour Tim, and a half ago. Tim, where are you actually from? I'm uh, the sales manager for Black Brewing Co. Uh, located in a quaint little brewery down in Margaret River. We should get down there sometime, guys. It's um, lovely. It's Just lovely. keep an eye on your belongings while you're anywhere near Tim. Hey, no. If anyone does find a bag tonight, <laughs> it is most likely going to be Tim's. If there's hashtag lost your bag going around, it had nothing to do with me because I found your bag and then kept on it. On your back. Yeah, I, I kept <laughs> Someone said I stole your bag. He found you in a toilet. <laughs> In a different city, yep. wearing two bags. Yeah, but it was the same city we were both in. But you also <laughs> looked like Sam Simmons' brother at the same time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's frightening. Yeah. All right, and sitting next to you, dashing, debonair, 
Mr. Day. Brendan. <laughs> hey guys, so uh, for those that don't know, I'm the sales manager at Cheeky Monkey, which is a really cool brewery just down the road from Tim's, but way better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Tim. We uh, won a we won a gold at the Indies. What? Yeah. Yeah, but who fuck. the fuck knows what a tropical lager is? <laughs> um, and I'm I'm also the secretary for Wabba now, so that's the WA Brewers Association, uh, which is. Thanks. Uh, which has some really cool plans this year to do some really cool stuff. So that's, that's pretty exciting as well. Uh, does all um, that cool stuff involve maple? Yeah, as much of it <laughs> that I can make involve maple syrup or be big dumb beers. Um, we have thrown the idea out to do a Wobber collaborative beer and I will drive maple syrup into that very hard. Um, it's, it's interesting. We don't... As anybody who listened to our podcast knows, we don't often talk about our, our jobs on the podcast. So much so, probably to a fault at the start, we said, look, let's not talk about it at all. We just kind of want to be commentators on the industry and, and have fun doing it. Uh, we didn't want to have any bias in it. Um, but it was really weird when, you know, our breweries or celebrations at Carlisle were holding these really sick events or, or, or releasing cool beers and we're like, oh, we just trying not to talk about, talk about it. it. Which just made it, yeah, real weird. So now we do. Um, however, I haven't worn a cheeky monkey shirt in case I say anything really dumb. Uh, I'll still have my job tomorrow, hopefully. I'm wearing a Crafty Pint t-shirt, but it has a stain on, so I think that means it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Speaking of shirts, we actually have sale, uh, shirts on sale today for $30 only. $30 only, be <laughs> such shirt. You'd have to meet Tim in the alleyway behind the building <laughs> over there. And, and I don't because yeah. a can burst in my luggage earlier and all my other clothes are currently the dry cleaners around the corner from my That's fantastic because we actually have a shirt that could potentially fit you for a cool $30. <laughs> Done. Just meet I'll me in an two. alley. Yeah. <laughs> just say, hey, Tim, where the shirt at? And just pull out 30 bucks and I'll wink at you. Yeah. You are positively Weird. slimy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got the creep right. down. All right, dudes. Uh, Should we get John? Let's let's kick things into gear. John, Finally. where's John? Here we go, Mr. Stallworth. Come on up. Yeah. Um, I believe John's beer that is going to be coming out will be coming out at some point. Uh, but we figured we should get him up here and start talking now because John loves talking in front of a crowd, don't you, John? <laughs> Thanks yeah. for inviting us along. Um, but having said that, I did, did an event to uh, Good Beer Week. Um, hang on a second, everyone. Just having a chat up here. Um, did an event at Good Beer Week. Was it three or four years ago? Uh, you came and did, did part of the Mega Dagger, which is a six-course dinner where we have six chefs and six breweries paired up. And John did Clout Stout with the dessert with Mitch from Beer Scene, I believe. And we also invited the chefs and the brewers to pick three or four songs that would be served with the course that either they associated with the beer or they like listening to in the brewery, um, which is pretty interesting. We had the guy from Kuwaito who picked some Japanese psychedelic jazz. We had the guy from Victory who had like war on drugs. Um, and we made sure it was turned up louder than it should be so you couldn't not hear it. Um, and John, when he came up to, uh, when the Clout Stout came out, opened with the Emperor's March from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and it was great. And then it was, it was interesting. Came up, came up, came up and spoke, and 
I didn't. Uh, you know, I don't think you're overly keen to come up and talk in front of the room. But when I went around at the end of the evening, so many people were like, "Who was that guy? We loved hearing this. You know, hearing him speak and hearing his story." So I'm really glad that you're here again to have a chat about Nail and whatever else comes up. But yeah, you, your memory is a lot better than mine. I can't. <laughs> can't remember. You were, you, 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 you were on the drunk table, weren't you? Uh, I'm always on the drunk table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll but, call um, that the fun table. We'll edit that out later. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, uh, John, do you want to tell us about the, the beer that's going to be coming around? Hop Eye, is it your latest beer? So, Hop Eye is a new beer, but uh, I'll give you a secret. We've actually brewed it probably hundreds of times. Um, or, uh, Brendan's looking at me, don't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> no one else can hear except everyone here, can they? But uh, it's... No ale, dry hopped. So, um, whoa, we, we it's a secret, but um, <laughs> yeah. keep but, it uh, quiet. We, 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 um, it's the exact no ale recipe, and we just did an experiment with some dry hops and um, came up with a hop eye. So, it's um, you know, which is uh, like, for example, have you had ever had hop hog um, without dry hops in it? No, you no. probably haven't. But it, um, <laughs> actually, Brendan's not here, is he? No, no. he's well, on a yacht somewhere in the Caribbean. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's out on a schooner somewhere, way out to sea, mate. Um, you have carte blanche tonight, mate. Give him hello. So yes, uh, so uh, no owls a lot better than hop hop uh, hop hog without <laughs> uh, hops. So I thought, well, if we do no owl with uh, dry hop it. It's got to be a lot better than uh, Hop Hog. Um, yeah. and, and I was right. <laughs> Wait, Brendan's not here, is he? Yeah, I agree. Yep. Uh, so what, what brought that on? Was that, you know, reacting to the, the more modern day market of everyone craving these really fucking hoppy beers? Or was that just something you guys wanted to do in-house? Uh, well... Our beers sell pretty good in the high alcohol range and um, not and the low alcohol range, but not in the mid alcohol range. So we thought yeah. we'd do a bit of testing around the 4.5%, 4.7%. And a good way to start is Nalal, which is uh, a classic beer, sold really good in its time, introduced people to craft beer. But, um, uh, you know, New World beers come in now and we've just tried putting some uh, dry hops with it and see how it turned out. So is this going to be a, a one-off? We're going to look at a revision of core? Too early to tell. Uh, it is definitely a one-off. Um, Noel will continue how it is. It's still got its uh, little market there for um, for introducing people to craft beer. Uh, it doesn't sell the volume as VPA. We've got that as a, you know the, our main seller. But um, yeah. yeah, so it's definitely a single batch. Well, the nail ale is still your favourite beer. Is that is that correct? If you had one beer to drink for the rest of your life, is it Nail Al? Uh, that is a very hard question. Um, it's actually off script. I don't know why I asked it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I've usually t uh, probably drink VPA the most, but uh, because I drink so much of that, we kind of introduce MVP. So that VPA, MVP. We wouldn't drink so much of VPA and... Be, have a better balanced life so um, so I still drink uh, 
a lot of VPA and MVP is my probably second one I drink the most. Whoa. Um, if you want to give uh, everyone here a little bit of uh, a history, I mean, we all saw your sweet article come out on Today Tonight, which gave us a pretty sweet insight into to Nail. But do you want to give us a bit of a brief history for anyone who doesn't know um, where Nail came from and, um, and where you guys are at today? Yeah, um, so rather than kind of repeat that some people heard before us, Say the start a bit quick and maybe add a little bit at the end that they haven't heard. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, so it started from home brew kit. Me and a mate gave a mate a home brew kit. Uh, it bounced back to me, and then I started getting into brewing. So it backfired, and then I went to study brewing <laughs> University of Ballarat. Um, then uh, Morris Brockwell, who started all the fiend pubs in Perth and Australia, like Rosie O'Grady's, got my foot in the door. Um, and had a brewery in Bobby Dazzler's back in 2000. Um, 2004, had a bad accident, um, was victim of a cow punch, and then my life kind of stopped. Uh, the, I was um, lucky to be alive. Um, that's where the Flaming Leamington comes from for the people that helped me there, which is another story. But um, then, um, so I kind of concentrated on my health, and the well boomed, and I... Um, like I was looking at a place in the Swan Valley to restart and it was before in 2004 when my head injury happened uh, a place in the Swan Valley cost 500000 then after my head injury with the boom it cost a bit over a million so wow. it kind of didn't add up yeah um, for sure so then I became a gypsy brewer and in 2012 um, uh, Brendan from Feral uh and myself had the same thing. We needed a, a brewery. So we came up with the idea of Brewcorp. And that's where we start in Bassendine. Started in Bassendine in uh, 212. I didn't realise back then. Um, like I knew Brendan brewed great beers. And he, uh, Feral still do today. Not Brendan. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, Will. Just yeah. quietly. <laughs> But I've got to watch my jokes too, so I have um, not hands-on as much as I used to, and <laughs> so I might take that one back. But, um, but I did brew that a couple of weeks ago, and it was a bit too hard to work. But um, <laughs> um, what I didn't realise is Brendan, even though he brews, is probably one of the greatest brewers in the world. He's also probably the dirtiest brewer in the world. Um, <laughs> um, do you agree with us, Will? Yeah. <laughs> that was a very solid yes from Will. <laughs> so, but um, my relationship with Feral and Nail, which still goes today, started and Brendan's the best mate of mine. No, I never see him anymore. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> though he does have stadium tickets yeah. and where he goes to every uh, stadium football Eagles game and stuff. And But anyway, I haven't been invited. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, this really does need to come out on podcast so we can play it to him so we can get that sweet guilt so you can get some really hot tickets. Yeah. <laughs> It'll play on his like 7.3 surround sound on the yacht. And yeah, he won't, boom it he won't hear it because he's diving, <laughs> diving off like skin diving in like the Caspian Sea if that's a real thing. Is he's probably real? just sitting at home just going, man, I wish they invited me to that live podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No. <laughs> Um, looking at your back catalogue of beers, you've done some amazing stuff. Um, 
you know, obviously you mentioned Flaming Lamington, uh, Super VPA. You're consistently smashing these out of the park. And I, I know there's a little tidbit we'll touch on in a minute, but what vision do you have for these um, limited releases that you, you have coming out? Um, sorry, what's, that? what's our next limited release? Flaming Lamington. Flaming Lamington, yeah. So we've got um, Flaming Lamington Brewed uh, next week and, uh, and release August the 2nd. Uh, keg only. Um, if yeah. you haven't tried Flaming Lamington before, it's coconut and um, chili beer on a uh, uh, stout, based on kind of nail stout but lower alcohol. Um, it Back when I came up with the idea, um, the monk, the bounty, had uh, has a great coconut stout mm. and uh, I enjoyed it so much but I thought just add a bit of um, something different to it. Um, I was brewing at Edith Cowan at the time, I think, uh, or maybe that's where I came up with the idea. But um, I used to put chilies in my stout bottles and um, give them to Hugh and Hugh Dunn, who was a lecturer at <laughs> Edith Cowan, and he actually was saying that it's uh, his, the best chili he's ever had. Wow. So then um, he said he didn't like chili beers, but... <laughs> <laughs> but so um so then we that so then i came up with the idea of putting it with um like uh having a similar beer to the monk bounty with chili beer and it's turned out really good it's um made uh we originally did it in a bottle and it won champion stout um that year we brewed it um now we do it in kegs and uh it's different than a lot of other beers like it's the, the coconut and the chili flavor kind of seem to balance each other it doesn't have the high burning flavor on the back of your throat and um it, it's we brew it every year or every probably uh one or two years now and it's in memory of or not, uh it's for thanks for the the uh health team that helped me the doctors and nurses when i had my head injury and yeah yeah, yeah absolutely So that's uh, released August the second this year. Beautiful. Um, just going back to Tim's question, you say about nailing the limited releases. I think from the limited time I've been involved in craft beer in Australia compared to you, it just seems to me that every single beer that comes out as a nail beer, certainly when it makes it into the core range in bottle or now can, it always the beers are always fantastic. They always win trophies. They they become regarded as one of the best of the style. What, what, you know, whether it's red, VPA, super VPA. I remember MVP when Guy had been up to the brewery on packaging day. He goes, this is a category killer. And then you went and won a trophy with it this year. Um, you know, the Clayton Brew that's on tap, which tonight, which was a so cloud that went wrong originally, but it's still an awesome beer. It's like, what is it about you or your brewing knowledge or talents or whatever that makes the beers so good? Because most of your beers are pretty simple as well, isn't it? You, you, you t tend to, like, VPA is one hop, is that right? You know, it's... Anyway, what is it? What is it? Yeah, well, um, actually, before I answer this question, there's, I've got many Brendan's names in my life, so I've got to separate them. So Brendan Grimmer, he works in now, he's over there. He's good Brendan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Grimmer. <laughs> GB. <laughs> GB. Um, then there's uh, Brendan Varus. He's bad, Brendan. 
Um, so, B- Bad Brendan, he asked me that same question, like, why are Nail Bears better than Feral? <laughs> <laughs> he, he cries when he does it. And, but uh, the, I don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell him. <laughs> Can you tell us as he's not here? Um, well, I don't know. We were just... Uh, you know, uh, put a lot of passion into the beer, um, think about it before we do it, uh, test other beers in the market that are similar. Yeah, so it depends on which beer in what direction why we did that beer. I guess say, for example, the VPA, our biggest seller, um, we had, we brewed it quite a few years ago and um, Little Dove uh, won champion champion beer at AIBA mm-hmm. with Gage Roads and Nail Ale was kind of an improved version of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, not Nail Ale, VPA, sorry. <laughs> so we reduced the alcohol, didn't drive v- up it. Yeah. So VPA was uh, similar but a uh, bit more hops, a bit more alcohol, so it had more flavour than a Little Dub. Um, little Dub was a great beer but didn't have the... Um, power of the VPA so it, but it gave us a little dove gave us the idea to give VPA more of a try so we put it into the um, market again and it kept selling and um, people kept reordering it so um, you know little dove helped VPA get into the market talking of our new beers we got told we could announce this hopefully that's okay uh, I believe you've got a new beer coming out not a new beer, but a beer we want to see again coming out in packaged format uh, related to VPA. So we've got a good marketing team and we've, uh, <laughs> Super VPA is coming out in September. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> and we've had it before. We introduced it to Gabs. Uh, I think we've brewed it two times now. It's basically VPA, but a bit more revved up. We've used lemon and lime peels in it to give a bit of, um, bit of a unique flavour. And uh, every time it's sold really good, it's higher on the alcohol at uh, 8%. And we're going to release that in September. Sick. Looking uh, forward to it. How is that going to be released? Is it going to be released kegs or...? Uh, we'll, we'll release it as a seasonal beer in mainly cans, but it'll also be in kegs. Oh, fuck. Ooh. Yeah. Um, when you say seasonal, so will it be waiting to the same time next year, or will it be like the answer I got from Exit about their new double IPA, seasonal, but the season may occur more than once a year? But uh, I guess time will tell. But <laughs> subject to availability. Look, I'm probably going to buy enough of it for myself that mm. it'll become core range. So I'm looking forward to it. That that would be great. Like. Uh, it's kind of a, a kind of on the opposite idea of introducing MVP so people would drink less. Um, now we've got <laughs> Super VPA to rev the other people up. Look, man, we can't wait to see that coming out into cans. It's going to be epic. Yep, exciting times. What colour are the cans? <laughs> well, uh, we've got Jared um, from Zendo. He designs our cans. He's doing it at the moment. Um, so he, he's got the kind of uh, direction of it. We've given him the idea of, uh, without getting sued, um, super, you know, <laughs> Superman. 
Um, that kind of mixed colour with the Super VPA can. But we'll, it's, his creativity is amazing, so we look forward to seeing what he comes up with. Absolutely. Are Sounds we, great. Wait, are we actually talking just a VPA can, but with a little bit of painted jocks on the front? <laughs> That's, nope. Mate, everybody, everybody knows that if you want to be super in what you're doing, just wear them on the front. Actually, you know what? At, to begin with, I thought you were going to go down the line of no fronts. No. But, um, no. I actually totally agree with what you're saying. Mate, it, it works. <laughs> I, had, I understand that I think a little bit strangely, but I reckon, yeah. And you've already got the Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I'll hand the microphone back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were we going to talk about Nail now and into the future? There's obviously been a bit of change in the last nine months, I guess, since Brendan became a globetrotting, what do you say it was? Caspian Sea diver. Caspian Sea. Absent friend, whatever he is. Yeah, uh, bad Brendan. Um, he, <laughs> <laughs> he is the best friend and um, always gives us advice. Um, though I gave him much advice about cleaning, he didn't listen. But um, he does give us a lot of advice to in the um, progress of uh, Nail. But uh, if anyone can tell Nail's future, uh, I'd like to know. But uh, we're you know, basically in a transition period. We've got the same team we had before uh, Feral sold to uh, CCA and things are progressing good. I don't have the big loan I used to have. I don't have the big rent. I don't have the maintenance problems. So it's kind of... Uh, in a way, probably Brendan saved us almost going bankrupt in when we moved to 323 Collier Road, the huge rent for the um, you know huge warehouse we had. We, bo- we were both struggling. Um, and he made sure that when he sold to CCA that I'd be financially better. And so, um, which not, you know, we only had a shan- handshake deal, never had a contract. And um, he kept to his word as we are at best mates. And um, even though he hasn't invited me to the footy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, so we're in a transition period, kind of enjoying less stress, uh, evaluating what's happening. Um, we're brewing great beers at the moment, going good in beer awards. Um, got a lot of a good sales team and um, a lot of product development plans so we've got a, uh, a bright future and lots happening at the moment but um, we don't know where we're heading too much <laughs> I like it an honest answer <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there you go of course I was going to say now I have no idea oh no <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I, I, did, I did get lost in Adam's eyes earlier during the podcast, apparently. Um, yeah, it was the second podcast of the day with these guys. It's, they're, they're relentless. Um, like badges. Yeah, like badges. Yeah, like badges. Look, um, I, I, I just want to say it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on our uh, quick little segment on the, on the live podcast. It's been a pleasure to sit down with you and chat. And let people hear your projected thoughts, you know. Um, just <laughs> about about Brendan, you've, got, you've got a second beer on tap as well tonight. So the Clayton Brew, so that's named after your second oh. child, is that right? Yeah, so on, on the VPA, I've got two sons, Tarzan and Clayton. On the VPA, on every nail can, there's, it's got brewed for someone. Um, the VPA can's got 
brewed for Tarzan and Clayton, both my sons. Um, what happened when Tarzan, my first son, was born is uh, I made a bottle for him um, just on a small batch to all my friends. And when Clayton was born, we had brew corp starting and I never made a beer for him. And so he got a little bit upset. So we... <laughs> we we, Bad Clayton. We came up with um, with now now Clout Stout and Clayton Brew, very similar, not just not quite the alcohol, but more body, a um, bit more power and flavour in the Clayton Brew, but um, slightly lower on alcohol. It's still ten percent, but um, so <laughs> uh, just a, just a touch. We just a touch. we named it uh, Clayton Brew, and um. And that's when Tarzan started to get upset because yeah. Clayton had a beer named after him that other people could get. So then we came up with VPA and they both had their names on the can. I, I remember when that first came out and I bought cubes of the stuff and I hoarded that stuff. And I went around about six or 12 months later and there were still bottle shops that had a little bit of it and it was like crack. I was just running around to bottle shops just <laughs> fucking buying up as much of it as I could because <laughs> it was cheap. For what it was, it was yeah. amazing. It was For what like, it was, it was like discount, uh, <laughs> discount clout. It was awesome. Disclout. Disclout. <laughs> I'm not very good at accounting. Um, when I <laughs> when I studied at Edith Cowan and University of Ballarat, but um, I actually paid someone to do my accounting assignment, yeah. thinking, <laughs> thinking that was good accounting. And but I get. Um, now it doesn't work out too good because I'm not the best <laughs> at accounting. And we might have, um, yeah, when Clayton Brew we, um, came out, that was definitely way too cheap um, yeah. in the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, VPA is uh, just a good fair price. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Fuck Agreed. yeah. Hey, Brendan, did you know the Dutch Trading Go has been voted number one craft beer venue in Australia by Beer and Brewer magazine? I didn't. How did they win that? I have no idea, because they're heaps tops. Do you think it's because of their modern gastropub food? Probably. Do you think it's because of their 300 bottle beer selection? Are they rarely seen in Australia? They are. Oh my God. Do you think it's because of their 22 taps? Dude, definitely. Do you think it's because of their pinball? I'll tip my trilby to that. Dutch Trading Co, 243 Albany Highway, Victoria Park. See you there. Dutch Trading Co. If you're an established business or someone looking to start up in the booze industry, you are going to want to hear this. Stokes & Associates are the specialists in alcohol beverage business startup services and strategic accounting. They can help your startup or established business with an industry-based R&D tax incentive program, which can see a return of up to 43%. They also specialise in industry-based accounting and bookkeeping as well as equipment financing. Stokes & Associates is an AHA member, Restaurant and Caterers Corp member, MYOB Diamond Partner, Zero Platinum Partner and all-round pretty good guy. Make them your partner today. Contact Josh at stokesfinancial.com.au Yeah! Shut the fuck up! Yes. I will stop, I will stop screaming. Don't, don't ever stop screaming. And I will right now. Can, can, I, can I have that? Uh, no. What is this? Uh, that is a, a delicious glass. Uh, Jackson, maybe you'd like to tell us what this is in front of us. Sure. Uh, this is our Gabs beer. So 8.5% farmhouse ale. Um, lightly tart. 
nice uh, Belgian French character. Uh, dangerous booze. It's um, it's it's caught up on a few people. So um, what what is the percentage of this one at the moment? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Sorry. No, no. You talk. You talk. <laughs> I pour. You we talk. really. This is our first mm. first foray into yeah, we're trying doing to be it. professional, and we're failing heavily right now. Once once we have all our beers in place, we can then we can then yeah. we can then talk. Now you can start talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but basically the the, the background of this store of this beer. Um, Pretty much when I was working at DTC back in the day. Plug for DTC again. Wade will enjoy that. Yes, um, we get paid. <laughs> we, we, uh, we had this beer in bottle called uh, Boulevard Tank 7. Um, and it was oh. a sour saison. In my time there, that was, that was my pick of the, the bunch. Um, so for Gabs, we thought we'd try and um, get some, somewhere in that realm. Um, so I really like the... The Belgian yeast character that then dries out really nicely with the acidity, um, and and really hides the booze. Um, there's there's a bit of bitterness to back it up too, which almost gives it this grapefruit pith kind of vibe as well. Um, if we can step back a bit, this is yeah. from my perspective coming over to WA. Um, Indian Ocean. How long's Indian Ocean been brewing? The Indian's been open for about twelve years. So about twelve years. Is any, hands up if you've been to Indy, yeah. Indian Ocean. Hands up! How, shut up and hands up. <laughs> how many? How many went there in the in the early years? That's a song. Oh, a few. Um, it was always when I, I knew Dave Bruff when he was brewing there. Um, I think Mal brewed there for a while, and it always seemed to be a brewery that made very kind of safe beers because of where it was. It, was it you, you and Brody going in that changed that? Because now it's pretty out there. Yeah, I think um, Mal, and, Mal and Joel, they did a lot of the hard yards. Um, they, 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 they did bring on some new... Hey, sorry guys, down the back, can you shut the fuck up and listen to Jackson, please? <laughs> Not being rude. Um, <laughs> but there's some people who want to pay attention, so there's a whole beer garden or some shit outside if you don't fuck off out there. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Man, I, I get these phone calls every day with Brendan driving down the street calling people like, you can call someone a dickhead, but when you say it with his fucking cadence, like, you fuck dickhead. <laughs> it's the best part of my day. Now... I'm gonna I'm gonna save that if any of this fucking recording works, and that's gonna be my ringtone forever. Yeah, it's like dickhead. Shut the fuck up, dickhead. Shut the fuck up, dickhead, dickhead. What the fuck? You cut me off. <laughs> and then. <laughs> so sorry, we just cut you off. Please continue. <laughs> so sorry about the beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, uh, what was the question? <laughs> Indian Ocean used to make very safe beers. Now they're pretty out there. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, I reckon it's you and yeah. Brody. Yeah. So, um, no, Mal and Joel did have a like a they had a fight on their hands when they first got there, um, and essentially they 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 did start making some some more experimental beers, some newer beers, but um, for whatever reason, it didn't quite take off with with the owners. Yeah. The owners. Um, <laughs> But when, when Brody and I got there, they basically left us alone. So we essentially decided to just be selfish about it, um, make the beers that we liked and make the beers that we wanted to drink. And that's, that's something that's really shown from what you guys have done because it's like 
actually being able to see the things you're putting out, it's showing a lot of personality, which, you know, a lot of like this craft audience is looking at. And we don't you, have any personality. Oh, <laughs> fuck right off. <laughs> oh. Plain old Jackson. Yeah. Um, on, uh, on, the, on the personality, I, I was coming through Melbourne security at Melbourne Airport at 6 o'clock on, well, 4 o'clock your time yesterday morning. Because Melbourne's um, so good. And I got, pulled over, I got pulled over to have the uh, explosive check done on my bag. And I went, just watch out for my personality. <laughs> and he said, that's the third time I've heard this already today. And I was like, it's fucking 6, 10 a.m. How shit are my jokes? Um, anyway, back to Indian Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, oh, that's that's. How do you so follow bad. that? Do, I mean, <laughs> go sit down, Jackson. <laughs> anyway, personality and beer. Um, fuck, where do I go? With Maybe that? you, but I think but I came up there. I don't know how long you guys have been going there. The beers were changing, but the artwork on the beers was changing. The feel, the naming, everything. Sort of. Did that come from you and Brody? Did it come from anywhere else? You know, were you ever told what? Is the, what are you doing? Stop this! Yeah, we, need, so we need more Kolsch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we got rid of the hoppy Kolsch. Um, no, the unlike Nail and uh, and and Rocky Ridge, who are come Hamish is going to be up in a bit. Uh, we don't have a marketing team really. Um, so yeah, Brody and I, we we kind of um, sit down and and get frustrated trying to name beers and come up with stupid ideas for labels. Quite often, the um, the names that come about are, are basically me mispronouncing things. Oh, mate, um, you think you're mispronouncing things? The amount of phone calls that I get from people going, "Hey, how you going? Like, you're really good." Do like, you guys have any of that fruit or slopple? Um, you got any fruity? Like, no, I don't. Oh, well, when are you going to get it back? Like, I don't know. Like, you can you can ask these guys. <sighs> <laughs> we have uh, no regrets with the name. Yeah. No, no, no regrets. No regrets. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it is actually, it's a meme. It's like ringing up a game shop and asking if they have Battletoads. It's the same jam, man. But I guess it, even with what's happening and changing with the beers and the connections you're making with fine establishments such as this... Um, it still feels like it's a bit of a sleeper brewery. Like, you don't seem to make a lot of noise. I was chatting to Guy about this. You could have put these cool beers out there and people that know about what's going on. Could have something of, to do with us, Brody and I, doing the marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Are you> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it does seem to be, I hear about beer, the beers you're making from Guy or from other people, but it's not like one where there's, you know, you kind of, there's no fanfare from what I can tell. I'm, I'm you know, two states away. But, you know, is that a deliberate thing or just because you're rubbish? It's probably got a lot to do with um, the <laughs> fact that we don't do, uh, we don't do cans or, or bottles, you know. Um, so a lot of this, a lot of the, or all of the kegs that we're doing are, are just going to little small craft beer bars, the occasional pub. So it's, uh, I, guess, I guess with, without that, that reach that some of the other breweries have got, um, maybe, maybe that's why you're not hearing about it over on the eastern states and, and the likes. But look, even still, like it... Um, at uh, my retail venture, that uh, beers from yourself, so Fruitless Lupulus as well as beers from Rocky Ridge have uh, have the record at our shop for selling out of the fastest, and it's it's like you know tapping a fifty liter keg, and then within an hour or so, it's gone. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, well so done, mate. They only half fill them. Yeah. Oh, 
Really? What's that? <laughs> yeah. a joke. I got a 25 litre, 50 litre keg there. Shit. Yeah, we only half fill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, I feel so bad right now. <laughs> but we have you here, Jay. What's, what's your story before India? You, I, I, I think I only finally took a photo off the MASH page the other day of a young Jackson and a, and a youngish Charlie Hodgson. Um, so... You, was that your first brewing job at MASH or what's your sort of story before going out to India? Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I fell into the brewing industry. I was, um, I was studying sound engineering as, a, as an 18-year-old and within about two or three months, um, I was broke. So <laughs> my, my, sis, my sister actually got me a job on the bar at, at MASH um, and at, uh, within a, a couple of weeks, the assistant at the time quit without any notice and I'd sort of gone to um, Dan, Dan Turley at the time, um, what the fuck is this? You know, like I, I had no idea about beer. Um, and as the guy quit, um, he Dan said, "Do you want to do deliveries?" I said, oh, "Okay, sure." Friday morning, I'll, I'll I'll get up earlier than I'm used to getting up, and then from there, cleaning kegs, cleaning tanks, filling kegs, filling tanks. You know, I was there for. A You're making it sound really, really glorious. Oh man, I'm so. I was, yeah, I I was a shit kicker for a long time. But I, was, I, I fell in the deep end, right? So Dan, within two months of me being there, he burnt himself really badly. Um, and so I had this sort of, yeah, three-month period where um, I was sort of calling him up and he's like fucking high on ketamine going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, yeah, that's fine, yeah. That was before the burns though, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and I, I just fell in love with the industry. Um, uh, so the allure, the allure of, of ketamine, 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 this ketamine got you into brewing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it truly was special K. <laughs> <laughs> Name of our next small batch release. <laughs> Can't wait to see a video of you and Brody just uh, <laughs> dance around in a... No, it's just two dudes sitting on a couch and that's them like promoting (laughs) their next beer and they're just like... One of them's climbing out a window. (sighs) Mm. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) What? You done? (laughs) Scene. That'd be great. I'm pretty sure that's how ketamine works, right? I don't know. I I don't know. I never never inhaled. No idea. Mash? Yeah, yeah. So I was 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 We ended Mashed. up on a trip. <laughs> Mashed. Yeah. No, so I was at, I was at MASH for, uh, I think it was about three years. And then I sort of <laughs> slutted around the industry. I went to the, the old brewery and the Monk. Um, I was sort of there at both breweries working at the same time. Um, and then from there, 18 months later, went to uh, Homestead, helped them open that up, which was fun. Massive eye opener. Um, and then I went traveling. Um, cause Is that Ron's nickname? What's that? Is that Ron's nickname, Massive Eye Opener? <laughs> One of many. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, there's so many things going through yeah. my mind right now. That's an adjective for oh. something I saw in a show held in a convention centre. Wait, no. Yeah, what? Tim, no. <laughs> Never mind. No. Look, we're, not, we're not going down your path. That's horrid. Yeah, some, somewhere along the way I found my way to the indie. <laughs> and that was your first head brewer role, is that right? At yeah, Indy? yeah, the Indy's my, my first role taking over a brewery. Yeah, I've been been at the Indy for about two and a half years. 
Um, and we've gone, we've, it's been great. It's been a really good experience. We've gone from strength to strength. Like when I first got there, uh, we we're selling hardly any beer, um, working in this really cramped environment, um, basically a, a brewery packed into a loading bay. Um, no, quite literally. Um, and yeah, uh, maybe 18 months after we started or Brody and I started, um, we've, we've gone through an expansion. So we've, we've sort of doubled our tank space and tripled our uh, floor space. So we're now able to actually walk past each other without bumping uglies. Um, it's, I can it's really see nice. you guys look on his face and he is really he's just... Disappointed. He's so disappointed. Yeah, hello. We, yeah, yeah. We, uh, like <laughs> for all, all time. To. Yep. Old time's yeah. sake, yeah. Yeah, but it's like walking in the middle of the road and touching someone on the penis by accident. That, <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. And when someone what? else looks at it... How it's does that horrible. happen ever? <laughs> Walking in the middle of the road, first of all, why? Secondly, why are both your dicks out at the same time? <laughs> Thirdly, how do they both cross paths? And, oh, 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 shouldn't be in the middle of the road, might as well touch dicks with you. The days are long in, in the brewing <laughs> industry. The days are long. In the desert. <laughs> I yep. could understand in the desert because the crows have eaten your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got nothing to eat out there as well. <laughs> Cotton. <laughs> Ooh, boy. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> it's this moment in time uh, I really... I, I feel it's my role to try and bring things <laughs> back every now and then, so I'll give it another go. We shouldn't we'll have try had and that reach from here. earlier. <laughs> um... Is there a theme, a, ha a house style you're following now? We, we've had two Belgian-style beers tonight. Is that the way that you want to take things? We don't, we don't necessarily have a theme. I, mean, I, I think most of our beers are, are, are new world, I guess, um, whatever the fuck that means. What, um, what does that mean, Jackson? I'm not sure. I you guess put it in a lot commas, yeah. yeah. A lot of, that I, I guess the, like the, the farmhouse ale is, a, I guess, a, a, a modern take on a pretty old-school style. You know, it's... It's kettle soured, um, which is a completely new thing to the brewing, well, to traditional beers at least. But it's still got its roots and its flavour profile in a, in a traditional style. So I guess it's that, does that make it new world? Maybe, I don't, I don't know. Um, marketing. Yeah. But in terms of a theme, uh, going back to the, the, the selfish side of things, we, we really just make the beers that we would want to drink. Um, and that's that's kind of the only underlying theme for for our for our small batch releases. Um, this probably goes back to also not having a marketing department um, <laughs> and letting letting two dickheads make beer whichever way they want, um, which has I think worked out reasonably well. I think that's um, the most genuine. Sorry to cut you off. I think that's the most genuine way to produce beers that people really want to drink. You know, if the brewer's fucking pumped about that beer. Nine times out of ten, the uh, the rest of the public's going to receive that that beer in the exact same way. Exactly, like the the beers that have been coming out. Like we had De Huskadoo years ago. We had double De Huskadoo. We've had Fruitless Lupulus. Uh, we had the Last Leaf. We've also had um, which, which quite possibly uh, was my beer of the year. So one of my beers of the year so far, the Plume Serpent Stout. You know that was oh, absolutely yeah. sensational. Everyone else had that because that was absolutely fucking banging. James. I, I was sent a can of that. Yes. Guy was like, I've just put something in the post for you. It's a coming express post. Open it and drink it as soon as it arrives. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... You've only done that with the one beer, I believe, haven't you? Yeah. 
the plume serpent plumed its way to Melbourne. Mm. Now, Jackson, I'd like to ask you a question. For people who do listen to our podcast, Reese Lopez, or how does it go, Tim? Lopez. Uh, told a pretty epic story about Good Beer Week where he uh, basically spat in somebody's face and pretended to be you. Wait, mm. it was in his mouth. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, yeah. Wait, um, is this story true? It's true that he spat beer in someone's face, yeah. Uh, but for a guy who is quite uh, skilled at insulting people... Very. Um, the fact that I've only ever been blamed for one of those insults, I feel like I've gotten off pretty light. <laughs> uh, no, but he did He did um, projectile spit this uh, maple syrup strong beer ale thing. At a, uh, at a at a bartender by accident, which, you, by which accident? is a disgrace in itself. Yeah. By the way, yeah, especially yeah. if the bartender had the mouth closed. <laughs> but it's the only time he's ever blamed me for a horrid act, so I'm I'm going alright. I think. So you're probably ahead then, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> have you ever even the score? Have I what? Sorry. Even the score. What, that means space, like making his face or someone else's face, and then gone. I'm Reese Lopez, and then fucked <laughs> off. I don't know. We could just we could work out some some uh, you know dirty rumors and spread them through the podcast if you like. Oh look, that'd let's be great. do one what right we can now. Do is we can get your let's... face on a shirt and just say Reese Lopez, <laughs> and then we can go out and do just a boring shit. Maybe he, <laughs> maybe maybe Reese Lopez was the guy that slept walked onto your girlfriend's skirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows that story uh, here yet. <laughs> so I feel like you need to tell it now. I I really don't want to look over to my left. <laughs> Now's not the there time. Is, there is a there is five foot flat of tiny fury. Don't do it. About to look at me. Don't do it. Uh, sh- yes. Shut sh- shut up. Sh- shut up. If I say I'm sorry in front of sixty five people, that really means that I'm means sorry. something. <laughs> Don't tell the story. What are you doing? Stop it. Listen to our podcast, then you can find out about yeah. it. <laughs> um, I was going to ask a follow-up comment about the making it up as you go along, no marketing department, making beers you want to make. For me, I reckon that's a lot of what the whole industry is about. Like People just do what they want to do. and they, I think a lot of people that get to where they want to, you know, are successful, are just backing themselves for what they want to be. Like... We listened to John before. John is nothing if not honest and just following what he wants to do for Nail. You look at Farrell with all the success they've had, they, they've made crazy beers and called them crazy things. So I guess it's probably something that holds you ooh, in pretty good stead. You know? mm. Yes. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I've been a journalist for 16 yeah. years. I asked the most closed questions ever. So, just agree with me and yeah. move on. How, how strong is your hatred for Brendan Barris? Is it similar to John Stallwood's? Uh, higher, lower? <laughs> I've, uh, yes. I've, I've never had too many run-ins with, uh, with, with Brendan. He, uh, uh, oh, all right, I'm going to yeah. wrestle that one off Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, Tim Soundbite Hoskins is just trying to get something that he can put online and be like, you've heard it here first. He hates Brendan. Find out who after the link. Click this link. <laughs> yeah, look. Um, so for those, of, for those of you out there that don't actually know, um, uh, the guys at India have actually been getting their hands on some pretty shit hot barrels as of late. I, I'm 32 barrels. years old and my balls drop consistently. It sounds good half the time and then I go, mm. 
I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, can you just give us a little bit of an insight into the uh, the barrel program that you guys are working on right now? Sure. Can I plug DTC again? Or? Uh, yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they, they, Joel got us some, got us some sweet barrels. Um, basically, they're, they're bur- uh, Heaven Hill bourbon barrels. And uh, we had um, Ron Ferulio in the brewery and, and Joel to come in for a brew day um, and came up with a... Uh, the yeah, old was, eye opener. Yeah, yeah, we made a barley wine, um, so it's going to be eleven and a half percent, real traditional sort of uh, English in, barley wine. That's right, English so English style life. barley wine. Yeah. Is this your second inception of that? Your first one with them? With, uh, uh, no, that was sacred and profane yeah. imperial stout. You oh. fucking twonk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's sitting in barrel at the moment. It's, it's drinking really well. Um, it's got a real nice chocolate uh, caramel. Fudge vibe to it. It's just delicious. Once it's ready, fudge, we'll fudge isn't used nearly enough in beer descriptions. Fudge. I reckon fudge. fudge. Yeah. Oh, hot fudge. Just fudge. Just fudge. Fine. <laughs> probably, probably was enough. <laughs> yeah. So that that'll come out in the in the next couple of months when it's when it's whenever it's ready. Oh, mate, that's the barrels will tell us when it's ready. That's ridiculous. Um, in terms of this, I know you guys had been looking at doing some really high ABV work in the past, like with with your Imperial Stout, Sacred and Profane. Um, are we looking at doing a similar sort of thing with this or? Oh, possibly, probably not. I mean, that that was a like a, a brew day on, on a on a homebrew kit um, because our, our mash tun was in about 12 different pieces and, um, and Dan from um, Dainton was in town and he wanted to do something. So, so we tried to make the strongest beer we could possibly make. With um, rye. With, yeah, there was some rye in there. Obviously. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Um, but in terms of doing that on, on our kit, we'd probably break something. Um, but maybe. Maybe if, 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 uh, if, if, if Brody's feeling, feeling selfish enough to do it. Just mash in without me knowing. Why not? Yeah, Brody. <laughs> Go, yeah. you I'm not, denim I'm, jacket, little <laughs> devil. Everyone I'm, clap, Brody, please. No. I'm not at work tomorrow, Brody. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. That right? yeah. no, nothing. Um, all right, Jackson, we're done. Thank you, Thank Thank you very much the, um... for your time um, and for your beers and for your acceptance of other people's failings. housekeeping first guys so um first beer for the night is gonna be the indian ocean table beer he warned you oh man that is that's at a three if you want ear piercing we'll get there later on in the night right